Well, hello and welcome to episode number 34 of HearthCast.com, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, recorded especially for you, and you and you and you, on May 20th, 2010, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. In this episode, we're talking about the best free resources to help you in WoW. Uh, that, you know, the free ones that aren't considered cheating. Right. We're also going to go over add-on of the week. Yes. And Root's auction house tip. Which I have a really neat one this week. So we would like to give a quick shout-out to all of our guildmates over on Whisperwind. That would be in the Titans Warriors and ALF, A-L-F, who like to eat cats. They do. And we have a, a, a mug full of greetings for Taverncraft this oh, week. Oh, yes. Uh, with uh, a particular Guinnessy type of salutation to them tonight. And, of course, Swag Dog who has some awesome gear, and now I have more gear, but it's not from Swag Dog. No, it's not? No. Freckleface got me a cool shirt from Jinx, amongst other things for my birthday, because my birthday was this week. I thought something looked different about you. I'm older. You're older. I'm older. That's <laughs> all it is. More gray hair. But uh, I'm having the best birthday week ever, and everybody else should be just insanely jealous of the awesomeness that my week has been. But um, I digress just a little bit. But she got me, Freckleface got me this really cool shirt from Jinx. It's black, and it has a hearthstone on the front, and it says, home is where the hearthstone is. Aww. And so that's, like, so cool to go with Hearthcast. Uh, exactly. And so I believe I will be wearing that shirt tomorrow. All right. As opposed to the geek work shirt that I have on right now, which is also a... What? I'd hope you wouldn't wear that tomorrow. No, I wore, I wore it today. today. Right. But it's also a, a birthday present from my sister and my father and my brother-in-law. Oh. As well as my uh, Lilliput 7.5-inch external USB monitor. Well, of course it's external, but it's a USB-driven monitor, which, by the way, will play WoW in windowed mode, but I don't recommend playing WoW on the 7.5-inch screen. It's so small you just want to pet it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, says the non-geek. Says the non-geek. Self-proclaimed non-geek. So, <laughs> also, a continued non-gender-based neutral greetings to Pibbles, who uh, apparently... Refuses to tell us. Well, they're, they're going to be telling us pretty soon, he or she. He or she will tell us soon the origin of the name. Oh, the origin, because we got an email from him, which we'll cover here in a little bit. Uh, but that's kind of funny for, for that. I It's pretty cool. Um, also, a quick uh, shout-out to our friends over at RARCast.com, Stompolina and Ozzy, both y'all. Um, you know, I was checking out their podcast uh, this week uh, when I'm, while I'm working out because, hey, I hit 39, which is probably old for a lot of WoW players. I don't know. It just seems like every time I'm in the guild, the person I'm playing with is 12. Well, so. I don't know. Like, from our listeners, it seems like most people are in your age bracket, though. Well, that's cool. I pre- yeah. Well, we'll find out because everybody's, oh, you're not old or you are old. One of the two. But I was checking out a podcast as I was working out because I take it to work out with me in the mornings when I'm, you know, I go work out at like five o'clock in the morning now. Uh. And, <laughs> and so I have their podcast and it's like, you know, everybody else is like jamming the music and whatever. I'm like, I got, I got my podcast. So it was cool. So I was, you know, big shout outs to them. And uh, we got some calls from, from them coming up, too. Hey, go check out our website if you haven't already. It's over at www.hearthcast.com. Our email address, should you wish to contribute to the show, like many have done, is contribute at hearthcast.com. You can always find our show on iTunes. Just look under Wow Wow Podcast, Auction House, Auction House Tips, Gold Making Tips, and a lot of other things. You can, and I encourage you to call 321 558 7637. 
and leave us a message. We will incorporate that into the show. You can always follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash hearthcast. And hey, if you're on our website, do take our survey. That just helps us make the show that much better for you. So, Freckleface, what's been going on with you this week in the world of Warcraft? Well, I'll tell you one thing I tried again, which is the fishing tournament. Okay. I've never done that. I know. Well, you know, I've been trying. I've been like hiring a posse every week. And this time I decided. I said a posse. You know, that joke is really dirty. I looked that up. <laughs> I've gotten away with that for like two months now or something. You said repeatedly that it was not dirty. It's not a dirty joke. Yes, it is. <laughs> I said a posse. It's not dirty. There's nothing dirty about that. Yes. Implications. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so anyways, I, I decided to try it solo to see how I'd fare. I didn't do too much worse by myself than I did when I, you know, shelled out 500 gold to uh, have people come with me. I found out, like, that the uh, the eastern coast right. of Stranglethorn is pretty much abandoned. Really? And by the time I figured that out, I had was trying to cross over, but according to the map, it's very hard to tell where you can actually get to that coast because it's a whole mountainous border. Right. Uh, so I think that's part of the reason why I lost is because I spent so much time kind of fumbling around and trying is to it, find my is way. Is it a time thing? That I'd... Yeah, it's a race to get oh. 40. So the first one gets 40 wins? Yes. I got you. See, I'm just, I'm just expressing my unknowingness about this tournament. Your, your, uh, your ignorance. My unknowingness. That's not a word. It is now. All right. Fair enough. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday week. <laughs> okay, that's your one word for your that's birthday. Unknowingness. Unknowingness. Um, it's been kind of weird though. Um, on my desktop, my desktop will not connect to my wireless network anymore. Isn't Canon Face like an Uber computer he, help desk guy? He is actually. His job is he does tech support. I know for like a rocket company. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. No, very much like that. Yeah, I know. Okay. Anyways. They make missiles and rockets and, and stuff. And that's why it's making him angry. Because what he'll do is he'll get on my computer and he'll bang around for about 30 minutes. Like each, he just gets more violent by the minute, you know. So just, as long as he doesn't bring a rocket home, we're okay. <laughs> Cannon face, no bringing home rockets from work. No, but, um, well, so anyways, so my computer's having this issue. So I've been getting on his computer. And it's been throwing me off. Why is that? He's got all different add-ons. Oh. And he will not let me download Curse to get my add-ons. <laughs> He's like, no, <laughs> that shall not be installed on my computer. Yes, yes, exactly. Actually, he talks like that, too. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> um, so I've been kind of had to adjust without my stuff, and it's kind of throwing me off. But I have learned um, about a few new add-ons I had never been interested in using them once they're already set up. I'm like, all right, I'll see how this works. So, oh, is that coming that good for you? Is that working out? Yeah, I think it's handy. I mean, handy's good. Handy is good. All right. I kind of want my own computer back. Although his, he's got a nicer just, computer. He isn't does. It? Like when you go into Wintergrass, like the lakes are all like sparkling. Oh, uh, he's got graphics yes. turned up all the way. Yes. Must be nice. Must be nice. Yep. Yeah, and I, I told him I was like, I really like your computer. He's like. Yeah, that's my baby. That's my baby. <laughs> All right, so, Root. Yeah. Other than your birthday. Other than my birthday. What's been going on with you in the World of Warcraft? In the World of Warcraft. Well, let's see. Fat Wallet, um, I cleaned a house with Fat Wallet. I went through, and just like I said a couple weeks ago, in preparation for um, Cataclysm, I am, like, emptying everything I've got in my in my bank. Or my, yeah, my bank. And... uh 
it, if it, unless it's something I can stack and I know that I can actually make money on on a regular basis, I'm not keeping it. I'm emptying it out. I'm, I'm ready to buy and sell um, some other stuff as, as Cataclysm approaches. So I'm making as much room as I possibly can. I'm maxing out my bag space and just totally getting uh, ready for Cataclysm on that. With, uh, with Root, I actually successfully ran a dungeon, and I can't tell you which one it was. I wasn't paying enough attention to the name of it, and I was, like, so under-geared. Do we want to play the guessing game to try to figure out which one it was? It doesn't matter. Okay. I was I was happy that I got through it. Okay, because, got through it. Because you remember, like, last time that I actually started trying to run a, run, run a random, uh, it was um, the one with all the dragons that I hate, that everybody hates. Oculus. Oculus, yeah. And that one, you know, it, it the incense crashed, and then that didn't work, and then... It was like Halls of Stone two times in a row, and then that just it kind of fell apart. So this one was actually successful, um, and I was like, I, really, honestly, I don't think I contributed that much. I really don't. Um, I got nothing as far as gear went. <laughs> but you got your Frost Emblems. I got my Frost Emblems. Um, Which will get you gear. Eventually. It will get me gear, and it was the fact that I actually accomplished something, you know. But everybody else was... Yeah, all right, they're they're making fun of me. Oh. And and well, it wasn't a nice way. It's like you know, you know, don't you know, catch up, little warlock, and you know, go stand over there, little warlock, and all that kind of stuff. And and I, but you know, in 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 my defense, I guess when we first got to the to the starting point, we're all kind of just hanging out. Um, I let them know that hey, <laughs> big time undergeared. I'm just here to try to pick up some gear. And really, and actually, it was kind of cool because the stuff that I could have rolled on, uh, I couldn't use. It was all red to me. So it was like, you know, plate and stuff was dropping. So you couldn't have used it. I couldn't have used it. So I wasn't, I was just, I passed on that kind of stuff. I wasn't even interested in it. I see. So I was, you know, it wasn't that, it wasn't that I was losing rolls or anything. I just, nothing dropped for me. That happens every so often as a clothy. You know, you get nothing sometimes. And sometimes you get everything. But, um, I think there was like something that something fell that had spell power, but it wasn't an upgrade for me. So I was like, well, whatever. But I was just happy in 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 and of myself that I got it done. I got it, you know. I was happy. The one dis- disappointing thing was, you know, it was my birthday on the 18th, which was a Tuesday, and my vow to myself was to stay out of the house as much as possible, which mm-hmm. I accomplished. I did take the day off of work, but I said I'm going to stay out of the house as much as possible, and I had a window of time where I was actually at the house. And so, like, you know what? I'll just log on to WoW and see what's going on. Well, yeah, guess what? What? Maintenance window. Oh. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's a Tuesday. Yeah, it's a Tuesday. So I, I kind of lost out on that. But, but you know, other than that, it's been great. Um, great birthday week and great good times going on. You know, something else I forgot to throw in with my week. Um, on my paladin, a little lobby, lobby paladin. Lobby pally. I got kicked out of a group for the first time. Really? <laughs> what did. happened? What happened was um, we were in Nomergon. Right. And a lockbox dropped. Oh. Now, if you were in this group, uh huh, what would you? I'd, how would you roll on that? A lockbox? Yeah. Right, because you don't know what's in there. You don't know what's in it, right? That was my logic. Oh. And what happened is everyone greeted, except, <laughs> except for the rogue who needed. Who needed? Because they can unlock it. And I said, "Hey, you can't just roll need because." You're a rogue, and I need it on it too, and I won, and I got it. So I tried to explain. I was like, you know, you don't know what's in there. And he's like, well, you can't even open it. I was like, yes, I can. I have a rogue. I can send it to myself. There you go. 
The next thing I knew, I was back Boom. in Stormrun. Nice. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. By the way, before the episode is out, remind me that I have to make an apology. Okay, you had to make an apology. Well, remind me later, not right oh, now. okay. And that's not something I normally do. Okay. So, and you, I'm going to give you a reminder that you have to ask a very important question. Oh, okay. Coming up. But first, um, moving on, we're going to take a quick listen to a phone call uh, that we had from a listener. Hey, guys. This is Oz from um, Maracast.com, and I'm so glad that my tip the other week was able to help you guys out, um, especially Freckleface getting her correct name spelling. Um, I'm at work, and I have you guys plugged in my iPod, and I'm kind of doing work and listening to you guys, and I hear Root talking about casting onion breath on people, and I'm like, what the heck is onion breath? And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of maybe some, I know there's beers you can drink that, like, really make you gassy or whatever, but onion breath, and I was like listening, and he said, oh, unending breath, so, duh, on me. But here's my auction house tip. If you're Alliance and you get a Stormwind, there's a spawn on a timer with Little Timmy. Little, little Timmy sells a white kitten. Now, this white kitten, you can usually pick it up on the Alliance auction house for maybe five gold. What I do is I take that white kitten either off the auction house or the NPC, go down to Booty Bay, put it on the neutral auction house for anywhere from 250 to 300 gold. So, with a little bit of time and effort and a little bit of luck, that's my auction house tip of the week. You guys do such an awesome job, and can't wait to listen to the next podcast. Peace out. Well, that was Ozzy from RARCOS.com, and, you know, we should go back and augment our, you know, if we had an our way, if Blizzard listened to us episode, and I really want to cast Onion Breath on people now. You know, I think my brothers cast that on me a lot when I was growing up. <laughs> they didn't cast armpit armpit breath on you. Uh, Did they give you the armpit armpit noogie? That was more like a charge, armpit charge. <laughs> but that you know, Ozzy, that's funny, and all that reminds me is that I need to enunciate more properly and speak a little slower, which will probably make Freckleface's job of editing these things a little easier because she's on edit duty for a while. Oh, but you know, it's funny. Worried about that white kitten? Is somebody gave me the kitten? You somebody gave you the kitten? They were in trade chat. They said I have Timmy's little. I have white kitten available for adoption to a good home. Really? So, so I said, give me that. No. <laughs> okay. And? and well, I've been trying to sell it. Maybe that's my problem. I'm trying to sell it in the Alliance auction house. So you need to take it over the neutral. Maybe take it over so the neutral. So I will try that now. All right then. Well, that that's that's cool. So we'll give an update next week. That is cool. Now we got a couple email questions here, um, and. Really, we got um, one from our good friend, Pibbles. And Pibbles says, wow, you're back. I've been busy with work, so I'll need to catch up on your archives. I missed you too. Let me catch up to your show, and I will give you the answer to the origin of the name Pibbles. I will also disclose whether or not it is a girl or a guy's name. Welcome back, Pibbles. That was very. That was a dramatic. That reading. was dramatic. That was dramatic. So, we you know, we still don't know whether Pibbles is a male or a female. Maybe Pibbles is like Chromie. Human or human? Listen to me. Male in one form and female in another. 
It just sounds frightening. It like does. Lady Gaga. <laughs> I'm not even going to entertain that thought. Oh. So, but you know what? Pibbles is like our number one fan, so we love her. Probably, you know, at least the top ten. So, her, him, her, whatever. Much love to the Pibbles. It's kind of like absolutely kind of like the Pat from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> so, and it's that time of the month. Oh, really? Yeah, bills. <laughs> <laughs> Our other email is from uh, the character name is Sumo Sumo Toro. Sumo Toro. It's like a bull sumo. Uh, they're on the Earth and Ring server, and they have a question for us. And he's saying, I'm looking for a guild to play with. I listened to your podcast for some time and was very happy when you guys got rolling again. Yeah, sorry about that little break there. I was wondering if you guys would be willing to let listeners join your guild. I mean, 40... Well, we don't really... I have an 80 Hunter, 80 Chamois with pretty decent gear and ready for ICC and an 80 DK for PvP. Honestly, I just want to run in-game and heroics with cool people and be nice. Be more succinct. Can I possibly join your guild? Here's the deal. Absolutely. Now, here's the thing you need to know, though, because you talked about doing that you got your DK for PvP. We're on a Care Bear server right now. We all switched over to a Care Bear server from Gorgonosh over to Whisperwind uh, to run in-game, con- uh, in-game content without getting ganked every you know 30 seconds and needing to form a big party to go take out the other faction. Um, so, yeah, if you want to join a, a Care Bear server, a PvE server, as it were, uh, you are more than welcome to join the Whisperwind server and more than welcome to join our guild. It is on the central time zone. And um, I don't even think we have a guild website, really. There's oh, yeah, Alf Guild Alf, does. Alf does. I have to Google it because I don't know what it is. And really, if, you're, I mean, if you've got a couple 80s, I would recommend joining Alf for the in-game comment. In, in-game. If you've got a couple 80s, I would really recommend joining Alf for the in-game content. Uh, because really on um, um, on on the other guild, it's just more social. So Which is where you're at, which is cool. Yeah, it's where I'm at. But, I mean, if you're looking for content and you really want to finish off the end game, then I would, uh, yeah. So I think you're more than welcome to join us over and jo- join up with, with, uh, with Al. And we have another special email from Ozzy. And Ozzy says, Ozzy here. If you guys ever want a guest on the show, let me know. Love the show, Ozzy. I think that would be awesome. Oh, yes. So, yeah, Ozzy, you know, the answer to your question is yes. Well, I'll, I'll drop you an email here tonight or tomorrow uh, to start arranging exactly how to do that. I know you guys, like, I think you're off in Texas. I might be wrong, but I think that's where they're at. They've talked about Texas in their podcast that I listen to when I work out because I'm buff like that. So, but yeah, we want to get something going definitely with you guys and, and, and return the favor. We would love to, uh, to jump on your podcast as well because that would just be like really, really cool. I don't know if one podcast can handle all the awesomeness though. That would be like, we just have to rename that to the, the awesome podcast. Yeah. And that would, that would just be it. Just what, what do you guys got? The awesome podcast. So, (laughs) so that's, that's it. Um, so, so Freckleface. Yes. There are, we've gotten questions before about people saying, you know, is getting an ebook on World of Warcraft cheating? Or is watching videos cheating? Or is, you know, basically, is anything external from the game that gives you advice on the game, is that considered cheating in the World of Warcraft? 
What do you think? Well, the way I look at it is that the game is a social game, obviously. It is, You yes. have to join with other people to be able to get things done. Yes, what helps. So depending on the a website, lot. if it's just advice from other players, instructions, whatever, that's not cheating because it, in a way it's just collaboration. Now, I'll throw something out here. There are, I mean, you can Google like WoW cheats and WoW exploits. Hacks. Hacks. Hackses. And you'll find a lot of... Hassies. You'll find a lot of absolute rubbish out there. Rubbish? That's, I'm old now. I can use that word. <laughs> but you're not British, though. All right. You'll find a lot of crap out there. <laughs> and the the problem is these, you know, all these sites that are out there, and I've been to a bunch of them to go and like, are there, you know, are there really exploits of World of Warcraft? Are there really cheats to the World of Warcraft? And the answer is really yes and no. Most of these sites, they will, they're, they're going to, they break it up in like two or three things. Number one is people posting in a forum which has these little things like, oh, if you go right here, then you can scale this wall and you can cut, and, you, and then you're here and you don't have, you can bypass all the guards, whatever. That's not a cheat or nor an exploit. That's just like a little shortcut in the game, whatever. You'll find other people who who recommend actual um, ways to mess with people in the game in order to cheat them out of their their gold or whatever they've got in the game for gold or items, and which is really, you know, that part is where Chillwind would have an absolute heyday because those part, that stuff that they talk about really is cheating people out of, you know, and, and conning people out of this stuff. And then you'll find people who talk about editing uh, MDQ files and other World of Warcraft files, and then finally you'll get to the part where people talk about botting and um, actual quote-unquote cheating from the game. Now, my perspective is this. Anything you do that screws with the World of Warcraft's actual files is cheating. If I download something that edits one of their files to give me something, some kind of an advantage, it's cheating. If I download something along the lines of Glider or some other, I don't even know if Glider's around anymore, some, some kind of a bot, like a fishing bot that does my fishing for me, or Glider that used to run around in a particular pattern for me and kill mobs, that is cheating because it's screwing with Blizzard's files. If, however, I'm giving myself as a person information about the game, that's not cheating. So let me ask you a question, Frank. Have you ever played the game Risk? Yes, I have. All right. Did you ever read the directions for Risk? Absolutely. So you're not cheating by reading the directions, right? Uh, no. Have you ever read a strategy guide for Risk about what countries you should probably occupy first? Yeah, I have. Would that be considered cheating? No. Why? Well, because you still have to do it yourself. Exactamundo. That's the key point on all this thing. If you've still got to do the work yourself, I don't consider it cheating. I consider it basically, you know, strategizing and learning enough about your opponent, which is the game in this case, or the mobs, to successfully navigate and complete whatever it is that you're doing in the game. Now, that being said, that is the, the context of which we are approaching this particular subject matter. We, I don't consider using listening to podcasts or watching videos on YouTube or, or video casts like Project Lore. Um, I don't consider that cheating. That is just information that I gather, or you can gather, anybody can gather for that matter, that will help us in the world of Warcraft. So for me, and I think for everybody else really, all that does is give us a better game experience. So we're not cheating anybody out of money. We're not cheating anybody out of their heart, you know, of, of, of like, 
getting a speed hack and running through the game and, and stealing mining nodes or uh, you know, using glider. Have you ever seen someone use glider, by the way? No, I haven't. It's really interesting if you've ever seen it. I actually saw it one time in Duskwood, and I hate Duskwood. Duskwood just freaks me out. I don't like the it's zone. It's scary. It's a very scary zone. It scared the heck out of me. The first time that I played, I was in, I think, Red Ridge. Mm-hmm. And somehow I just wandered away, ended up in Duskwood. It's, There's all these like scary skeletons. Yeah. I cannot leave because everything was so much higher level than me. Oh, I think you've told me this. They kept yeah. killing you, right? They kept killing me. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's a cool zone. And it's just a weird, scary. it's a scary zone. You're right. And so, but I'm sitting there in, in, in Duskwood and I'm trying to, you know, kill some skeletons. I needed like, I think I was collecting their bones or fingers or something from oh, them. Oh, right, probably. And I noticed this one guy is like running this little square pattern. I'm like, what's up with that? I'm like, dude, why are you running a square pattern? Oh, you're not really talking back to me, are you? And so I do a, a you know, I submit a ticket. I said, I think there's this guy running, running a bot over here. And literally three minutes later, and I think this was like one of my first tickets I ever submitted. Three minutes later, I have a GM there. Dude just shows up. Like a character GM? Yes, like a I've physical guy. Seen those. Yes. And a physical guy shows up. I'm like, that, that's cool. And he looks at the guy and he's like, okay, yeah, this guy's running a bot. Thank you very much for bringing this to our attention. And, you know, I get the standard, you know, we take this very seriously, blah, 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 blah. And then dude running the bot disappears. Nice. I mean, and it wasn't like he, like, stopped and poured Bang it out. In. Yeah. Well, it wasn't like, you know, I was expecting, in, like, a, a special effect or something to go along with. No, he was just, beep, gone. Right. And I was like, wow, that was that was cool. And I felt, you know, somewhat, I don't know, special or, or what's the word I'm looking for? You know, patriotic almost for, you know. <laughs> so, so, yeah, but I did. I felt real good about that. But here, here we go. You know, back to this. There are a lot of websites that I would recommend people get familiar with that can actually help them out tremendously in the game of World of Warcraft. Now, prefacing this, when I run, when I play World of Warcraft, I play on a MacBook Pro. It's a laptop. That's my, uh, well, that's what I have WoW installed on. And that sits on my desktop, on my desk, rather. And next to it is um, a Linux box running Ubuntu. And I use a program called Synergy so I can use one mouse and one keyboard to swatch, swap between the two monitors. So I can just scroll on over and I'm on, I'm on my Ubuntu box. I keep several websites open and I can go back and forth between the two. Um, while I'm in-game, like I'm flying somewhere or running somewhere on auto run or on somebody's mount or whatever, I can continue doing whatever I need to do while I'm waiting for something or look up information. So looking at that... Um, Several websites that we recommend that people use that's, like we said before, not cheating, right? Absolutely. Wowhead.com. Wowhead.com is probably right now the premier website to go to for information. For a database. For a database, right. And wowhead.com, you can literally, if I'm on a quest, I can type the name of the quest in and or actually start typing in it. It'll autocomplete it. Like, oh, that's the, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I want it for Alliance or I want it for Horde or whatever. And it'll go through it. And I can get screenshots if they're available. I can get the items that the quest has. I can get comments on the quest. And that's where the meat of the information is, is in the comments. Yeah, it's not that the website itself is telling you how to do stuff. It's just, it's all user content. It's all just, you know, who which gives is, good comments. Yeah, which is great because a lot of times, the first, first thing you get out of this, I'm going, well, the coordinates are this. Or you want to go here. Or you want to turn left as soon as you walk into the door. Or if you go around the right-hand side, you get X, Y, Z. You know, people are giving you their experience. 
on that. And it's really good to read like the entire thing. You get an overall picture of what's going to happen in the quest, what you should expect, and what you can do about it. So I think that's pretty cool. Now, kind of like the forefather to Wowhead was ThoughtBot. With two T's. Yeah, T-H-O-T-T-B-O-T. T-H-O-T-T-B-O-T. And ThoughtBot was kind of the same thing. They tell you all the information about the, the quest or the zone or the mob or whatever, and then it's got a bunch of comments in underneath that. Personally, I have found that the comments on ThoughtBot versus Wowhead, um, ThoughtBot was a lot of more um, immature comments, I'll say. And the comments on Wowhead tend to be, tend to be more uh, direct to the game as opposed to, like, you know, calling somebody else a noob for doing something. Yeah, and aesthetically, Wowhead is a lot better. Oh, absolutely. Well, Wowhead was designed to incorporate into everybody else's website. They have a great API, but that's I digress on that. Now, prior to ThoughtBot was Alakazam. That used to be my favorite. That's my favorite for a long time. Yeah, and Alakazam. I used to go to Wowhead for a long time. They've been around forever. They're like the grand, the big granddaddy. I was using them when I played EverQuest. If you wanted information about the game or the mob or the zone or whatever you're doing, uh, Alakazam was by far the place to go for information. And they still are to some degree. I remember, and I still do this, as a matter of fact. I do it, I've done it on ThoughtBot, but typically Alakazam I do. Whenever I start a new tune, I want to know about the tune. I'm really big on like going and going, what spells do I get with this particular uh, class? You know, what do I get as a, as, as a warlock? And I go, ooh, wow, when I get to like 80, I'm going to have this spell. That's going to be so cool. And it's like m- my, my, my son has developed that. Like when, when I'm running my, my priest, my, my son will run over and tell me, like, what, what level are you at? I'm like, well, I'm at level you know, 34 or whatever. Well, Dad, when you get to level 36, you get, blah, 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 and he starts going off. And like he's looking up on Alakazam and telling me exactly what to look forward to. And to me, if I have something to look forward to in the game, that's awesome. So that's why I like Alakazam, because it's got the spell list. And so does WoWhead and some others, but it's, it's pretty cool like that. Now, that doesn't limit I mean, I know there's some other websites out there, but those are like, I think, in my opinion, those are the top three that I would go to on a regular basis. But there's one major one, which we'll come up to here in a second. And there's, there's some other actually really great websites and great resources that we're going to give out in this. Um, not to discount anything, but I would really look into easing articles. If you look on Google and you start looking for guides or write-ups or articles about stuff your you know your class, whatever you're looking for, a lot of times what happens is people who have articles to sell, PDF files, easings, ebooks, they will put up a chapter or a, a write-up or a paragraph or or whatever an entry on easing articles about whatever it is. And a lot of times you give away a lot a lot of information on those, especially the gold auction house tips. You'll find a lot of tips there for that. Because what they're trying to do is get you to buy their, their guide. But really, if you look at 10 or 12 of them, you've got everybody else's guide right there. So easy article is pretty good. I spend as a warlock a lot of time on Warlock's Den. Because they've got a lot of cool information about warlocks. And that's not cheating at all, I don't think, because you get really cool information from them. YouTube. You ever been to YouTube? A few times. I think they have videos there. They do. You know, they've just celebrated their fifth year. You know what the cool thing about YouTube, this is a simple, you know, big time thing. They're, YouTube themselves hosts more viewers on a daily basis than all the major U.S. networks combined. That's crazy talk. So, there you go. Congrats on YouTube for being around so long. Now, with YouTube, they got a lot of video guides, video walkthroughs, um, really crazy stuff like uh, Raffle Mao. 
<laughs> so they've got a lot of cool stuff. Oh, and Onyxia White. Which you did the, the, the nice edit of. I did, I did. I edited that, and I cleaned it up and then put it on the end of one of our podcasts. I think it was the first one that we, one of the first ones that we did after a break. Yeah, much. So. But you can find a lot of stuff on YouTube. I mean, there's a lot of humor on YouTube as well. Everybody's seen the Leroy Jenkins things on YouTube. And, um, but you can also find a lot of walkthroughs on YouTube uh, as well. Um, a great site, by the way, is also projectlore.com. It is phenomenal. It is a video podcast, but they actually will walk through several quests or instances or uh, just things you've got to do or go in places to do and people to kill, and um, they'll actually walk through that. Um, wow.incgamers.com is full of information about the game. It's a great website to go to. A really cool one, I don't know if you've ever seen this one or not, is mapwow.com. I have not seen that one. Mapwow.com is pretty cool because it actually has complete maps of the game where everything is, um, how to get there. It's like it's almost like back in the days of, of EverQuest, a, play, a website called EQ Atlas. And it's very similar to that. But what's kind of cool with that, and I keep this open a lot on, on, a, on a computer next to the, you know my laptop, so that I can see like if I'm going in a particular zone, I don't like hitting M to get the map every time because it kind of takes over the entire screen and I'm not into that kind of thing. So I keep it open on another page. I keep map wow. So do it for instances? No. The maps I hate are um, when you're in a in a, um, a cave. Oh, yeah. I hate caves. So You mean because all the levels? Yes. And you can't tell what level you're on? In the Whether map? you're higher or lower. Right. I get lost. I hate that. A great, 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 great all-around resource, if you've not seen it, and I'm sure everybody who's listened to this podcast has seen it, is Massively.com. Um, you head over there to massively.com. They got great podcasts, great information, great resources, not just for WoW, but for several RPGs and MMORPGs. It's a great site to go to. Same with 10tonhammer.com. 10tonhammer.com forward slash WoW has all the WoW information, and it is a phenomenal, 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 phenomenal resource. There's the awesome is, uh we also wanted to mention WoW Wiki, which you've already said before. Right, and I was kind of keeping that one to the end, to the which we're at now, so it's a good time to bring them up, which they're like... The, well, so the, it's the wiki. It is it is the, the site. The wiki. Yeah, it's 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 the right outside of Blizzard is the you know authoritative site on the World of Warcraft because they've got as much information as you could possibly want. They got stuff on lore. They got stuff on the quest. They got stuff on the items. They got stuff. They got stuff. They just got stuff they on my web. And it's pretty much you know it's a lot of user contributed content and user edited content, which is how you know how wikis work anyhow, so it's what we need. But it is a phenomenal place to go if you are learning or want to learn anything about the game or you're interested in expanding your knowledge on the game. Uh, definitely the place to go and always have open. I tend to hit WoW Wiki on a daily basis, even when I'm in, in the office working, uh, just to take a little break and go over there and read up on something. I like to tie you know, tend to read up especially on like right now, I'm really into this rare hunting. I'm still doing my rare hunting, hunting, and so I'll go look on on Wildwick and get as much information as I can on the rare to see what their patterns are, where they go, how many people have downed them, how they downed them, how much hit points they had, as much information as I can find on that particular on that particular mob. So I'm really into into Wildwicky. Love them to death. Absolutely love them to death. So really, you know, and I'm sure everybody can now contribute their own wonderful resources and, and wonderful websites that they're going to go to and talk about. 
uh, rarcast.com. I know we've talked about them. They've got a great forum and a lot of resources on their website as well, um, which we aspire to do one day is have a forum. But maybe we don't need to. Maybe we just need to contribute over on uh, rarcast.com to help out with theirs. We could probably do, do a column over on their, on their website for them. So it is, you know, as much information as a person can get about the game that will help them play the game as long as they are still physically playing the game themselves without modifying any of the game files, I say more power to them and go for it. So that about sums up what we're talking about with the game. As long as you are not manipulating the source files of the game itself, it ain't cheating. Get as much information as you can, whether it be from websites, video casts, videos, podcasts, books from the library. It doesn't matter. As long as you get the information, then, then go for it. And, you know, that's what I have to say about that. Now, Freckleface, you were talking earlier about using maybe some additional add-ons on uh, Cannonface's computer. And I don't know if this add-on will be comes from that or not, but I know... It does. So, all right. Well, Cannonface uses this add-on. So, what do you got for us? What's Or what's Cannonface contributing, really, to this podcast this week? It's called Sexy Map. Sexy Map. Okay. I'm interested already. You know what it does? It makes your map sexy. It does. Well, it makes your mini-map uber sexy. Makes your mini-map uber sexy. I like it already. All right. So... Among the things that it does are as many map moving, movements of things like the quest tracker and durability frame, can customize your zone text, can hide all your buttons attached to the mini map, and you have sexy mini map border options. Ooh, what's that do? It makes it sexy. Oh, okay. So then we have mouse wheel mini map zoom and auto zoom out. Okay. And then we have an HUD overlay for resource gathering, target tracking, and more. That's a heads-up display. Well, I mean, it, it is exactly what it says it is. Like, a sexy map. I like it. I can't really, like, put in to words why I like it other than, you know, what's already laid out there. So, just leave it like that. I like it, though. It's cool. Sexy map. So, it does a lot of stuff. It makes your mini-map uber sexy. It gives you a lot of options you can do with your mini-map. Personally, I rarely touch that thing. I keep it zoomed out as much as possible, and all I look for are mining nodes on there. No, I have all my little buttons attached to it, and I always have to move them around because they get too many buttons, and it gets crowded, and I can't see all my buttons. So, it's like a constant process. Oh, so you're happy with it, then? Oh, yeah. Great. Well, we have another call. We do. We do have another call. Hey, guys. This is Ozzy again. I have a tip for you guys, and this actually came about because of a random heroic I did recently, but I want to point out that um, at the lower levels, your class quests are important to do, and these are quests from your um, trainers, so as you're leveling up, you go to your trainer, and you should see at some point there's going to be an exclamation mark above his head. And what you want to do is go ahead and do that class quest <clears throat> because some of them are actually very important. Um, I was in a heroic whatever, and I had a priest as a healer and a pally as a tank, and I was on my hunter. Well, the priest died, and so we were all kind of standing around, and we're waiting for the pally to rest the priest. And the pally said, I can't. And we were all like, what, WTF? Now, what do you mean? He said, I never did that quest to learn how to res. And so this poor priest had to run all the way back. So I know everybody's going through the 
randoms. You know, everybody's leveling up to the dungeon finder. But it's still important to remember that there are some things that you just need to do. And you guys are great. Love the podcast. Talk to you soon. Well, you know what? And that's a very good tip to actually go back and do any kind of class quests that are available. But there's a little bit of an issue with that. What's that? A lot of times Blizzard will change how things work. You know, like we, we talked about how Blizzard dumbs down the game, makes it easier for the lower levels. Well, case in point here is as a druid, uh, a lot of your class quests have been, well, you no longer need to do the quest, for instance, for your aquatic form. You're given your aquatic form. So some of them are useless even though they're still available. They're still available, right. So like as when I was leveling up a druid, and I say, wow, this guy's got a quest. So I start doing the quest, and it goes, okay, you got to swim over here and over here. And I've talked about this before in the podcast. I go over to this big lake, and I, you know, I change into aquatic form because I'm in a lake. I'm like, this is like the dumbest quest ever because there's no challenge to this thing. I got to swim down and grab, you know, grab this sparkly thing at the bottom of the lake, but I'm in aquatic form, so I have, I can breathe underwater and I can swim really fast. And I'm like, I don't get it because you don't have to kill any mobs or anything. You just have to go swim down and find this little tablet or whatever it was, and you got to go find the other piece of the tablet. And I'm thinking to myself. This has got to be the easiest quest ever. And so, again, I go back over to Wowhead. I'm like, why am I even doing this quest? What's the purpose of this thing? And I go back to Wowhead, and it's like, oh, if you do this quest, you get your aquatic form. I'm like, but but I've got my aquatic form. As so I read on down, you know, further on in the comments, and I'm like, oh, by the way, you know, as of patch, whatever, uh, you get your aquatic form regardless. You don't have to do this quest. And so I was like halfway through this quest thinking, well, this is the dumbest quest ever. And then I realized why, because, you know, Blizzard had changed requirements to give you the aquatic form, but the quest was still there. So on that, Ozzy's got a great tip in that you need to do your class quests, but you need to make sure that those class quests are still requirements. Another case in point is the Warlock's um, mount. No longer do you need to quest, you know, go on that big quest to get that mount. You don't have to go... Um, and whatever instance that was, and it was, an, it was a great thing. It was just a phenomenal. It took so long to do, and that was the coolest part about that quest. I loved it, the intricacy of that quest. But now it's no longer. You're 40, you go get it. You're 60, you go get it. But, you know, so just make sure that you read up on what has changed and what you need to do and what you don't need to know. Obviously, if you're a pally and you, and you have a res quest, um, yeah, go do that. And, again, go read on uh, wowhead.com and learn all about you, your class and what quests you need to do and don't need to do. And if the reward is a piece of gear, look it up to see if that's actually beneficial. Yeah, make sure it's an upgrade so was, for you. When I was on my paladin, like, sure, that mace they gave you might have been great if it didn't have BOA gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah good point. You know? Good point, because you got your BOA gear, which is much better than the gear you can than get. anything. So. Ever. There you go. So thank you, Ozzy, for yet another contribution to our, our little podcast here. Now, Freckleface, I said a couple of weeks ago that coming up in, ca- in Cladic... Now, Freckleface, I said a couple of weeks ago that coming up in Cataclysm, guilds are going to be treated a little bit differently. What Blizzard is looking at doing is ranking guilds based on what they're doing, their progress through certain aspects of the game, how many people they've killed, have they killed Arthas, uh, the overall achievements of the guild. And so you get a guild ranking system. Now, I don't think enough has been said about whether or not you get any beneficial from that other than bragging rights. But so far, they have indicated that they are going to start tracking guilds' progress. And what I alluded to was stay out of 
or, or get rid of rather your your guild, uh, your alt guild for a bank. So your bank alt guild, whatever they call those things. The single person guild. Right, because the lonely guild member. The lonely guild member, and you know. What I alluded to last week was there's a tip coming up that, you know, you want to start, stop doing that and get your, you know, get your bank alt back into your own guild. And really, I still need to look at that a little further, whether or not that's actually true or not, because your actual bank alt in your major guild might hurt your guild's progress if that is something that they really want to have those bragging rights for. Because it could be looking at overall guild stats and seeing what your overall guild levels are what your overall guild members have done. And if it's something where they go, hey, you know what, uh, 50 out of 300 have completed XYZ, and then you look and you go, well, gee whiz, 100 of these people are bank alts, then it might be beneficial to actually keep that uh, bank alt guild, your lonely guild. And just not, you know, depending on how they, how they implement it, it might be something where if you don't have enough members in your guild or your guild hasn't done a certain thing or your guild is a lobby guild, they might not be considered in this overall running of everything. So that's still something I've got to look forward to or look more into and to checking out on there. Um, but that's my little quasi-tip right now. It's not the best tip of the world ever. Uh, it's probably my weakest tip ever. But it's no, still... it's not the biggest tip. It's just one that's based on speculation right? rather so. than experience. Because, I mean, at this point... All I can really do is guess. True. You know, and continue reading the patch notes, and there's a lot of stuff in the patch notes right now. And this is the other thing. With Cataclysm coming up, as you said about, you know, before any major upgrade, there's going to be so many changes in what is going to be needed and required. So read the patch notes, see what stuff is coming up, see what materials are people going to be needing, and then go, you know, like I said before, farm those older, you know, farm those materials, get those materials on the auction house prior or right, or at least in your bank prior to Cataclysm coming out, which is what uh, Fat Wallet's doing right now, is I'm trying to buy up because I've noticed one of the hardest things with Fat Wallet is I'll read uh, the the patch notes, and I can see okay, there's I'm going to need to go get X Y Z because it's going to be in high demand here pretty soon, or this is not going to be in demand anymore. But the problem is the rest of the world hasn't caught up with that yet. At least on our guild, our our uh, our server, and so I look around and I'm like, you know what? I need to get this particular item. With Fat Wallet's constraints that we put on him, I cannot, I can't like, I can't get it with Root and then send it to Fat Wallet because of the constraints we put on him. Right? Any kind of item like if if I see a particular leather or You're a particular you know mining item, you cannot go get it because the deal with Fat Wallet is he's only making money off of other people. Right, or the auction house. I cannot send him anything myself. And I've been tempted to, but I can't. That's that's the constraints we put against him. To see how much money he can make with no outside intervention, only dealing with you know, the auction house and trade chat and deals I can make with other people. And so that's been hard because there's a lot of things that that come up, and I I know I need to stockpile certain items right now, and they're hard to purchase because there's just not enough of them in quantity right now. But what's going to happen, I can say what's going to happen is a lot of people will catch on to this, and then right towards uh, the turnover, probably when the world events start happening, that's when all these items will start showing up in the auction house for an elevated price. So right now they're kind of cheap and inexpensive for me to purchase. So I know I want to make a lot of money on the deals, so I'm not really worried about that. But again, at this point in time, people should be really doing what I call the patch note mining. You should be reading up patch notes uh, and seeing what is going to be 
coming up in the next patch as far as items go and what those what those items are made of. Did you buy a chopper? Because I just like heard one drive by. <laughs> that was awesome. So yeah, start doing, start looking at that immediately. If you're not reading the patch notes, read them today and and get in. Start gathering particular items for that. So I know I've pretty much capitalized this entire episode. You've capitalized it? Yeah, I have. I've lowercased it. And I'm going to have to remind you again that you're supposed to remind me. Oh, yeah. Of. Oh, you need an apology. Yes. Who are you apologizing to? There's actually two things. There's the apology and there's, there's, there's this thing. All right, let's do apology first. I'm curious right. about that. The apology first. And I, you know I don't make apologies very often. Why not? I, because I don't. Because, prideful. No, it's because I'm always right. Almost all the all time. All right, go ahead. All right, well, I owe an apology to you. What? Exactly. I was listening to our podcast a couple episodes ago, and um, I really abused that, that wow soundboard <laughs> I had. <laughs> and so it just seemed like about every three minutes I was hitting another button with no clue as to what it was doing. And uh, really interrupting you at the most inappropriate moments, and the thing made the most inappropriate comments. Um, it was funny. You didn't even know what the buttons did. I had no, they're not labeled. I didn't know what they were going to say, but I was listening back to it, and I was having a blast. I was probably a little hyper that night. I think I had uh, some, 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 probably some extra caffeine that night. And uh, so, so I am sorry that I thought that was funny at the time. I, I think it's. I still think it's funny. It's all right. All right. Well. I mean, you haven't continued. That would get old, like, more than one episode. Like yeah, if I did it more than once, it would... Well, it's because I listened back to it and went, wow, that was... Um, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but looking back on it... You I, know, I think you should apologize really to our listeners, not to me. <laughs> okay, well, I apologize to our, all of our, our listeners as well for, for thinking that was funny at the time and, uh, and really realizing that, yeah, it's just another toy. That's right. You're older now. I'm older now. I'm more, uh, more sophisticated and mature. I've learned the errors of my ways. All right. So the thing was, you get these weird cuts on your hand. Yeah, well, it's my index fingers cut twice, and then the tip of my thumb is cut. Was it, would, you, would that be perpendicular? It's like almost down the it's middle. Like a straight line. Yeah, yeah, almost like a straight line down the almost like the middle of the thumb. I almost don't want to know. Well, it was from. Of all things, a mason's ceremonial sword. You know, like the whole secret society. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not a secret society. It's a society with secrets. We know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Freemasons and all How that. How did you get a hold of their sword? Well, that's... Um, and obviously you shouldn't have been. No, I, well, I was cutting a birthday cake. With was, a sword? With a mason's sword. Not that I'm, I'm not a member of the masons, mind you. That still doesn't answer how you got the sword. Well, okay. My son's soccer team the other night surprised me with the birthday cake after a scrimmage we had. And um, it was from Publix. And, uh, well, the cake they got, which was phenomenal, actually it was like cool with frosting. They had a butterfly on it, which kind of confused me. But other than that, it was pretty cool. It actually had Happy Birthday Coach and it had my name on it. It didn't say Coach Root. <laughs> I was about to ask. No, it didn't say Coach, Coach Root. <laughs> Coach Root. And the public sent this really flimsy plastic half knife, half spatula, half... Oh, yeah, the little cake cutter thing. Yeah. That's not that flimsy. Well, the cake was kind of frozen. 
Uh, was it an ice cream cake? It was a it was a marble cake. But they someone stuck it in the freezer. Yeah. Oh, you don't so, freeze cake. Well, those came straight from Publix, so Publix did it. Oh. So, the the little plastic thing, nah, it wasn't working. And so you got a sword. Well, some guy goes. Well, it's one of the other one of the other guys who goes. Hey, I got a sword in my car. And we're like, you have a what? It's like, yeah, I got a sword in my car. We're like, you have a sword in your car. He goes, yeah. And he is amazing. You know, and I tease him about being amazing. And so he goes to his car and he brings back this ceremonial sword. I mean, it's as long. It, you know, picture the the commercial from the Marines where they got the Marines and they all dressed out in their dress clothes. Yeah. Like, wow, you got that really cool sword. That's the kind of sword this thing is, right? And it's in this really elaborate wooden box case. I mean, it is gorgeous. And he pulls this thing out, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to cut the cake with that thing. And he goes, yeah, 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 cut the cake. And so I, I go to start to cut the cake and slice the like a chunk out of my index finger, slice my index finger in the tip of my thumb. Was this all like one cut, or did you keep cutting yourself? No, it was one time. Okay. And it was nothing did cool. Did you bleed all over your cake? Um, you know, one of the players was like, is that blood? I'm like, oh, that's not blood. And then I realized later I cut my thumb. <laughs> Because <laughs> I didn't realize it at first, because it's a very sharp and very clean cut. So I didn't realize until afterwards. I'm like, what is this? It's just like, I didn't realize there's any like red food coloring. And I'm like, wait, that's not red food coloring. Uh, and um, uh, so, <laughs> so I'm wondering really how many of my players ingested my blood over the over the weekend. So. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. can <laughs> <laughs> over here. <laughs> so we don't want you, you know, no spewing on the show. No. We'll no. wait. We'll wait till we get to Snapolina's and Ozzy's show over Hearthcast.com. You can spew all you want on that show, but I need a no spew guarantee for Hearthcast. Fine, no spew. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's it. Yeah, I, I I wasn't like juggling anything. No really cool story. I just I, I don't know. This is still pretty. Just say you're cutting a birthday cake with a sword. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome that's in itself, isn't it? Up in it? Like I said, I've had an awesome birthday week, and it just continues. It just it's it's the best week ever of of my life, really. You know, so I'm really digging it. So, like Freckleface said, that should about do it. This is uh, this has been. Um, episode number 34 of hearthcast.com and um, really thank you for listening don't forget to check out the website over at www.hearthcast.com remember hearthcast hotline is 321-558-7637 we really would appreciate it if you gave that a call you can give a shout out you can say hello to somebody you can tell a joke jokes would be cool uh, ask your questions or do whatever you want to do uh, don't be shy you can call us at, at, at work like uh like Ozzy does. I think he's walking down the hall in one of those. It sounds like he's walking to me. And I mean, you can always, if you don't want to call us, you can always drop us an email at contribute at hearthcast.com. If you don't want to use the email form, or if you don't want to send us an email, you can use our email form, rather. That's over at hearthcast.com, and there's a little button that says contribute, and you can just contribute to the show that way. If you like the show, then please let us know. You can rate us on iTunes. Tell your friends and your guildmates, and if you link to us from your blog, Facebook, MySpace, or other account. Frogspace. <laughs> Frogspace. I always laugh. I always get surprised when you say that. I should be used to it now. You should be used to it. Um, anyways, if you do link to us, we'll give you a link back. And if you want to give us some anonymous feedback, you can take our Survey Monkey survey over on our website. And don't forget to check out our great, wonderful sponsors of our show. That's Swagdog over at Swagdog.com. Tavern Craft is over at TavernCraft.com. Uh, Swagdog's got an awesome guild, swagdogguild.com. You can go check them out and go play with them. If you don't want to play with us, you can go play with them. If you don't want to play with us or play with them, you can play with yourself. It's okay. 
Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface from HearthCast.com. Han, what's the yellow square for then on the calendar? Hmm? That, that was my birthday. Steve, I didn't know it was your birthday. You should have said something, Steve. Oh, Steve. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I know. It was last month.